0: This is Wilson from F3 Dayton with your weekly QSource topic, where we review a chapter of the Source while also hearing a classic episode of the 43 Feet Podcast featuring Dread and Dark Helmet. This week's topic from the book is Q4.7, Equipping, Matching a Team's Members to its Mission. Many times when discussing teams, for an analogy, I will use a basketball team. In basketball, everybody dribbles everybody passes everybody shoots rebounds yada 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 but everybody also has their areas of strengths point guides do not make good centers so the coach has to match the skill of the player to the position in this cue point dread uses a different team analogy altogether a team of bank robbers this analogy is probably closer to that of a football team where the skill set of a quarterback is totally different from the middle linebacker or a defensive lineman. If you'd like to see Dred's analogy in action, I recommend the 1992 movie Sneakers, starring Robert Redford, Sidney Poitier, and Dan Aykroyd. The character known as Whistler, a blind guy, does not have the same skill set as Crease, the ex-CIA agent with anger issues. But they all bring their strengths to the team. Fred's first main point: teamwork is a cocktail, a concerted effort. Teamwork is combined action that is efficient and potent. It requires proficient performance for each member of the tasks that are essential to the team's missions. The Q initiates teamwork by ensuring that he has the right men for the right job, and reinforces teamwork by keeping it that way once he has found the right combination. The Q equips his team by matching men to mission. Equipping cuts against the grain of the culture. Where a goo nation would have us work to improve our weaknesses and get out of our comfort zones, equipping requires a man to side-source them and focus his energy primarily on his strengths for the betterment of the team. Doing mostly only what each man does best The members of a team combine their actions into a potent and dynamic cocktail of concerted effort. Second, the Q makes changes in the team's members to promote teamwork. The Q's first step to equip his team is to determine all the tasks that it will need to perform in order to accomplish its mission. From there, he sorts out the mission essential tasks the things that absolutely and positively must happen for the mission to succeed. The other tasks may be important aids to mission performance, but they should never take precedence over the METs. If, for example, the team's mission is to conduct an armed robbery of a bank in order to steal the money, the Q would likely identify at least four METs. 1. Planning, directing the robbery. 2. Subduing the bank customers and security guards three, safe cracking, and four, driving the getaway car. Planning slash directing, subduing, safe cracking, and driving are the METs, the things that absolutely must be done right for the robbery to succeed. Buying stockings to pull over their heads during the robbery would be a task, maybe an important task, particularly to the team members who don't want to go to jail but it is not an MET because the robbery can still be successfully accomplished without masks. Once the Q has identified all of the team's tasks and sifted out the METs that must be moved to the top of the list, he is ready for the second step of equipping, which is to recruit and or train the men required to perform the mission essential tasks. Finally, a team member must know and accept his role. One of my favorite bits from The Rock's WWF days and when he would ask a guy a question only to interrupt the answer by declaring It doesn't matter what you think, your job is to know your role and shut your damn mouth. Now I know that was only part of The Rock's shtick and I'm not proposing that any Q ever speak to a team member that way. But as there is with so many of his little quips there is an underlying piece of wisdom in the Rock's admonishment to KNOW YOUR ROLE. If a man doesn't know his role within the team's mission, how can he possibly expect to perform it? Some men are born to plant and some to water. But it's the cue's job to make sure that he knows which is which. He can only do that by truly knowing each man, maybe better than the man knows himself. That is why a team requires proximity between its members, so that the Q can build trust within the team and observe its members under hardship. Only then will he know what each member is capable of and what role he is best suited to perform for the team to prosper. With that as an overview, here's the substantive portion of a classic episode of the 43 Feet Podcast with Dredd and Dark Helmet talking about... Equipping.
1: Stop calling me Shirley. And on that note, hey! <laughs> let's roll the opening. And, and we're, we're back. back.
2: You're listening to 43 Feet, a podcast about leadership. We believe that real leading happens out front, but that means you're probably building the next 43 feet of good road for those behind you while you're running the race yourself. My name is Frank Schwartz known in the gloom of the early morning as Dark Helmet to my F3 brothers. And I'm joined each week by Dave Redding, or Dread, one of the co-founders of F3 Nation. We're going to answer your questions, pontificate wildly, teach leadership, and otherwise attempt to help you navigate the next 43 feet.
1: Uh, let's go ahead and uh, jump into the substantive portion. That, yourself, yes, client. that's where we are. All right, now we are still in the fourth quadrant to leave, right? That's the construction of Legacy. Now we have arrived at the Q4. 7, which is equipping in our idiotic number system. If you happen to be following along. And we hope you are. We do. Now, the statement for equipping is matching a team's members to its mission. Matching a team's members to its mission. As always, there are three thought-provoking Socratic. You I like stand to ready to be provoked. I'll provoke you. <laughs> <laughs> Provocation number one. Is it human nature to combine together to accomplish things? Ooh. Provocation number two. How does the queue match members to mission within the team? And finally, do men know their role you better know your role by nature <laughs> thank you for your foreshadowing Dorcas. <laughs> first so onward to the synthesis the first spurs teamwork is a cocktail of concerted effort a cocktail concerted effort now we define teamwork as combined action that is both efficient and potent uh, and it requires proficient performance by each member to make sure that happens, does it not?
2: It does, because uh, you can't have somebody slacking it up and get everything
1: done you need to. Now, this seems obvious to me, Dark. Yeah. You know, when we look at it like, oh, each guy's really good at what he does, right? Right. But it actually cuts against the grain of the culture, if you think about it. Tell me what you mean. Well, Goo Nation would see it otherwise, right? Goo Nation would constantly encourage everybody to be good at everything. Yeah. Right, you know, if Goo Nation was coaching... uh Crimson Tide they would have their, you know, left tackle playing quarterback. Everyone saw it just was right. so more fair. <laughs> right. To, to which coach coach Nick would say, yeah, I think it'll not happen. Yeah, they they might let me coach uh, Georgia. I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> or anywhere. <laughs> anywhere. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. Anywhere. Nice but that's try. what good nation nice does. You know, it it views it through a lens of fairness rather than potency and efficiency. Yeah. And the Q doesn't let that happen. Well, it
2: makes people right. very uncomfortable to see someone excel. Right. Uh, In the Nation. That's right. I don't
1: like that. Everybody sees themselves in the more glamorous position, and sometimes that's just not the case. Right. right? If you want this dynamic cocktail concerted effort, you're going to have to match the team's mission to its men, and that's a huge part of the Q's job. Yeah. But even if he wasn't doing it, you know, this is kind of a weird thing about teamwork. It's so important, right? We talk about whether or not it's human nature. It's so important that teamwork kind of springs up ad hoc. Yeah, You know, it really does. Uh, people combine together out of uh, mutual need to get things done. And they subtly, subconsciously, maybe somewhat consciously recognize uh, their skill sets are complementary. Mm-hmm. And as long as jealousy and dissatisfaction, all those human right. frailties, yeah. gesturally things don't come in, perhaps an ad hoc form team might continue to prosper, but probably not. Sure. Probably there's gonna to have to be an intercession of a queue, says all right, yeah, somebody, we got, yeah, we got something good going. Well to keep here, right? yeah, it's like
2: sure you can bump into it a little bit, but in order to keep it going right and to keep it efficient, you're going to need somebody to lead it.
1: Now, as we've discussed earlier, the most uh, fundamental team is mm-hmm. actually the marriage, right? Yes because it's uh missional right. combination of two more people, hopefully volunteer, yeah. <laughs> all right? Uh, maybe out in some parts of the world, I don't know, but. Hopefully, yeah. if they're, hopefully that they're uh, in close proximity as One well. One would hope, yes. That's right. Um, and this is an ad hoc team to some degree. I mean, because men and women come together, uh, recognizing that they're both biologically driven to seek out a partner. And I'm not just talking about sexual, sexually, no, no, but yeah, yeah. yeah. No, belongingness
2: and That's love right. and all that stuff.
1: And yeah. if that relationship works, Right? that right. You know, things happen. and yeah. One of them's maybe the breadwinner. The other one's, you know, keeping the house, vice versa. Who knows? Whatever. Right. Uh, joining forces to raise the kids. Whatever that arrangement
2: thing. is for them that works. That's yeah. right.
1: Um, and it generally will work at least until there's a season of discontent. Yeah. And that's when leadership enters. Yeah. So a marriage, like the most element of all teams, and maybe that's why God puts us together to teach us how to do it. You know, you're going to have a season of discontent. And if it's not well-led, the marriage will disintegrate, decelerate, disintegrate, Yep. and both partners will come to the conclusion that they're not better off together, or they'll think that. Right. Now, they may have regrets afterwards, I would think, but in the moment of discontent, when they're facing obstacles, if not led, they might say, well, it's, let's, let's call this whole thing off, right? And we see that all the time. So, whether it's a marriage or a business partnership, accidental teamwork, the ad hoc kind must be reinforced by deliberate leadership yes or my dark friend it will die it will now the queue this is the second spur makes mm-hmm. changes in the team's membership to promote teamwork to promote teamwork now yes. there's this is a three-step process first the the queue has to determine what the mission is and then break that down to the tasks that underlie that right yeah the mission essential tasks so F3, it's easy because we stated them. Plant, serve, right. grow. Yeah, it's right, right in there. Plant, yeah. serve, grow, right? So the plant is a subtask, and it's a mission essential task. It right? is. The serve is a subtask. Mission essential, grow, same thing. Three uh, mission essential subtasks that comprise our mission uh, as a shared leadership team because uh, we as the XG, our mission is the same as the overall organization, which is, is often the case. Uh, so we broke that down to sub-task and We have those assigned to the guys uh, who are best equipped yeah. to do so. And we've... Change some stuff around over time. We just did again. I know, saying so we're getting ready to do it all over right. again to, to, to prosper, though yep. not uh, misguided to seek misguided notions of fairness or equity, but because we want to be more proficient and more efficient, and we right. want our and we want our organization to prosper. Right. Now, we use the analogy of a bank robbery to kind of explain this right to give an illustration of it yeah. if you were the cue of a bank robber team <laughs> which right? we hope you're not which we but hope you're if not. you were right you might come up with four separate subtasks first one is planning and directing the robbery right, right? second one might be subduing the bank customers and security guards mm-hmm. the s- chief of subduing yes <laughs> three is the actual safe cracking right right fourth right. driving a getaway car now if you accomplish this in your real life and you're like that's a really idiotic so okay yeah I'm I'm not a bank robber so I don't know (laughs) I just watch a lot of movies okay it's an illustration (laughs) Wegmans (laughs) don't get you know don't get too tight around it right these are all the mission essential tasks now darkest one there'll be other tasks that while important aren't mission essential and the example uses buying stockings to pull over your head right because you could still rob a bank with your faces shown. you could Not not as effective right but. Well, not as effective in the sense you probably won't get away well, with it I mean. very yeah, long, yeah. right? Yeah. But it, but it's effective in getting it done. Kind of transforms it into a suicide mission. <laughs> but, I mean, it's not it's not mission essential. No. So if you say, for instance, I'm not going to uh, have a getaway driver. Right. Because instead, I'm going to spend all my time picking out masks. Well, you're not even going to get that far, right? Yeah. So that's why yeah. this uh, identification of the mission essential tasks is so critical. Right. And it's often overlooked. Now, and or sometimes uh, completely misidentified, misidentified, yeah. right? And you know we've been through enough grinders and planning sessions in yep. the XG to know that that's something we always start with. Yeah, you know, subtask, mission essential. Right. Is it mission essential? Is it a problem? Is it a you know condition? Right. We gonna, always, yeah. you know, and uh-huh. it can get a little frustrating, but it's a uh, it's a, a first step that you have to uh, have to do if you're going to promote T work. Now, yeah. once you've done that, you got your mission essential tasks, right? The second step is to recruit and or train men to accomplish each one of those yes so you're the queue of bank robber team and you're like i gotta have to have a driver it's going to be important Let's go go we'll find one right. right uh and if there isn't an available uh man with that proficiency then you're going to have to take a man who is available and willing to learn and train them. Yeah. Those are really only your two choices. Right. Choice three, ignore the mission essential task is not really good for teamwork. Yeah. If
2: you're going to run down the street to try and get away,
1: less effective. Hey boss, where's our getaway driver? You know what? There was not one available. So I skipped that part. Skip that part. Yeah. Not good. Everybody All right. get moving. That's exactly right. Now, your third step, your third step and final step here is to make necessary changes in the measure. Uh, membership to correct misalignment. So let's say you've done your, your mission essential uh, drill. You figured out the subtasks. Right. You've brought people in to do those things. But as it's turned out, uh, you didn't do a very good job. Right. Right? Yeah. Uh, you thought this guy was a super good sure. driver. Everything pointed to him being able to do it. Yeah. On paper, the guy was a great driver. <clears throat> the only thing you can't do is drive. Right. as it turns out.
2: Or he was a NASCAR driver. That's right. The guy only turns left right. and now we can't get away. Right.
1: <laughs> so now you're going to have to do a shuffle, right? right. You're going to have to figure right. out how to do that. Uh, you might have to black-tahoe the guy. It's very possible. You might have to move him to another
2: job. Yeah, could be that maybe he also has some safe cracking skills.
1: Could be. And so he could be, could be, you know. And oftentimes like you discover those kind of skills kind of sort of accidentally, right? Right. Um, right, right. But that's... Part of the reason why the queue is always in close proximity with the team members because yes. he's figuring all that out. He's got to be watching. He's always assessing that. Now, the flip side of this is you don't do it just to do it. Right? Again, you don't say, gee whiz, we're doing really well. Let's just shake this thing up. You know, you don't Again, do it for that reason.
2: That That is a goo kind of a...
1: That is a goo kind yeah. of thing. You know, uh, the u- example we use here is the... Is the uh, rock and roll ensemble known as U2? Yes, I've heard, heard of them. Fairly, <laughs> fairly successful.
2: A little bit prolific. That's in, right. In there, Can yeah. you
1: name the one song that Bono does not uh, sing? The one song. It's a footnote in the Q um, source.
2: Yeah, I say it's footnote in the Q it's source. So of, I probably could. It's off a of
1: rattle and hum. It's called Van Diemen's Land. Edge sings it. Stinks. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't. Uh, no I one's didn't, ever written that. that. Yeah, it's it's crappy. Yeah. But, okay. Now, I may be wrong about that, Wegmans, but I'm probably mostly right. You fact check me.
2: Right, right enough
1: give me yeah give me a uh, Binghamton fact check all right now <laughs> <laughs> that takes the old bfc yeah bfc yeah that takes us to the third spur and that is a team member must know and accept his role as the rock yes. like to say yes you know and I, we picked this up from the rock and i um it's a great i'm a great re uh well i don't really watch wwf but i did like to watch all those little rock yeah, things, the right? Clips, yeah. And he would, you know, be interviewing, start talking to somebody, and ask the guy's name, and he would start to say something. It doesn't matter what your name is; that's you right. need to know your role, right? <laughs> all right now, that's not very nice, and I'm not saying a cue should do that, but there's there's wisdom in there, right? There is because if a man doesn't know his role, he can't possibly hope to perform proficiently, right? Right now, some men are born to plant, some men are born to water. That's kind of scriptural one alone, right? But it's the cue's yeah. job to make sure he knows. Which is which? And this is one of the toughest parts, I think, for team members
2: uh, oftentimes right. is because e- either you don't necessarily know exactly what you're good at. Right. Uh, or you kind of know what you're good at, but you really would like to be good at something else. And this is where I think the the goo shuffle kind of comes in sure. sometimes. It's like I might be super good at, you know, uh, driving the car, but I'm sick and tired of it because I don't enjoy... Uh, all of it but I'm really really good at it so I think well I want to learn how to safe crack sure you know and so they pull me in and learn, And it's just it's a, it's a hot mess because I don't have any, you know I have work. three fingers and it's no good and
1: it's really the tr- the truly knowing deal here uh, that's the kind of the first part of it um that's really the Q's job. man. I mean, you just got to be able yeah. to do that. Yeah. You know. The and, identification uh, and putting them in their right. place to begin with. And uh, so if you are the Q of a team at work <laughs> or something like that, and you aren't spending time with your team members just to spend time with them. And a lot of that's going to be unplanned. I'm, you know, I'm all, I'm a believer in having the, you know, the 360, whatever that thing's called, uh, whatever, having a planned session, counseling oh, sure. session. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. You should not overlook the, you know, the opportunities that arise. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's like, you know, you find a, your guy, one of your guys working late on a Sunday and you come in and he's fiddling around with something. You know, like, that's a good time to sit down and say, hey, let's go get a beer, talk about stuff, tell me what's going on. Right. Oh, well, are am in trouble or something? No, no, I just yeah. want to know what's going on. Yeah. Tell me what's going on. You know, and, and talk to him. You know, right. um, that's pretty critical, man, if you want to know your guys. Yeah. Knowing them in different you know situations on different uh, in different contexts that can help with this. I mean, you can spend the money and get them all Myers' break tests and find sure. out there, and that's not a bad thing to do. No, and that but but even then, that's only the
2: beginning of a conversation.
1: That's the beginning of it, and you also don't ignore the gut. You know, so right. you you know read the results and all that. You know, be that have that be one input into figuring it out. But really knowing your guys is a matter of asking, listening, and remembering, yeah. right? And asking well, and more questions. And if questions. the only time that you're willing to do that is at the quarterly performance review, yeah, it's too late. you're just not going to get there. Plus, you know, uh, as we discussed many times, there's no quicker way to get to know a man and you know yourself than put him under stress. <laughs> yeah, that, which brings an interesting point, which is
2: uh, it is often, again, gooishly so maybe, but uh, is undesirable to manufacture stress uh, in a work environment.
0: Yeah, we don't sure. want to put
2: people under stress. We want to relieve stress right. and alleviate that That's right. of thing. That's right. Uh, when the, ch- I mean, the chances, are, and that's why I think you see a lot of people sitting around in cubicles doing nothing, All right. you know, instead of being pushed to, uh, to higher standards and higher, higher I think,
1: rate. I think men, and I'm going to assume women really want to be put to the test. They do. And they, they, do. they don't, they don't mind it. or they're, they're, They want to know about themselves, right? Can I handle this? Yeah. Can I handle this? And the Q's, Q has got to do that from time to time to, to, to know his guys. Um, but then he's got to be able to persuade them to accept that role, yes. right? So the example I use in here for me when I was in the army is like I was, uh, I was in leadership positions like platoon leader and uh, command positions like commander of an A team, but I was an awful lot of staff positions. Mm-hmm. I was a battalion motor officer when I was in the infantry. I was a battalion supply officer, battalion operations officer, in in, uh, in SF special forces. And I didn't like to admit it at the time. don't even really like to admit it now, but I'm a better staff officer than I am commander. Mm. Just, you know, have a natural gift for it. Yeah. A natural gift for figuring out processes Mm -hmm. and um, encouraging other men to go about them. And, you know, I'm just not George Patton, man. That's just the way it goes. Uh, I can do okay if I'm called to do that, Mm -hmm. but my highest and best use is probably in a staff uh, role. And I had more than one boss who recognized that and had me in those roles, and I'd be, like, grading against it, and, and he's like... You know, this is where the unit needs you, man. He says, "Lieutenant Redding, what do you think your best role is?" (laughs) And I would say, "It doesn't matter what (laughs) you (laughs) think, exactly, (laughs) because uh, that's where the persuasion parts come in. The Q has got to be able to persuade his men to accept the role that that he feels is best for him." Yeah. Or, and this is kind of next in the next um, Q point. He's gonna have to get rid of him. going no, go yeah, yeah. He's That's sad. The, if you if you won't ultimately accept it,
2: yeah, either you, you Tahoe yourself, sure, or are you gonna get Tahoe.
1: That's really the only uh, the only two choices he has. Yeah. Uh, you know, Frank. This yeah. is one of my favorite topics. Don't start me talking on it. I could talk all night. I know you could. Problem is, my mind goes sleepwalking mm. while I'm out putting the world right. Does it? You know what you got? What's that face for radio? <laughs> 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 you know what you got? What? A podcast? It's not a true. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs>
2: thanks for listening to 43 feet a leadership podcast if you have questions about leadership F3 or anything else write us at questions at 43feetpodcast.com until next time we'll be here in the unknown, the uncomfortable, the difficult the 43 feet out front.